Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening Podcast. My name is Tanya Holcomb, and I'm grateful that you're joining me on a journey to honor your story, reclaim your power, and answer your soul's call for greatness. With conversations on self-love, true nourishment, and natural healing, featuring transformative stories of divine intervention, unshakable faith, and living life untethered, you'll be inspired and motivated to release what no longer serves you, pursue what you truly desire, and trust your path. No, it is no accident that you've arrived here. You seek truth, activation, and empowerment. Your seeking led you to exactly where you need to be. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. Oh my goodness, how are you? I have been having so much fun lately, just feeling very aligned in my teachings and how I'm showing up and how I'm living my life. It's feeling so good right now. So how are you feeling? How is this alignment coming together for you? Today, I want to share with you just a few ahas that I've had lately. I'm always having ahas. I'm sure that you can relate. The ahas come in like, you know, all the time, nonstop. But there's been just a few in particular that have stood out to me lately. And so I thought I'd walk us through that. And if you're not one to gather ahas or recognize ahas, perhaps this will help you be more tuned in to the magic and the lessons and the moments that are around you all the time. So my first aha is I've really, really come to realize that everything I teach is for me first. Everything I teach is for me first. And for so long, I think, and and this isn't necessarily recently, but there's been so many times where I'm thinking, what do the people want? You know, what do they want from me? And where I am now is, is really teaching what is for me first. So this is how I've been fine-tuning. This is how I've been embodying. This is how I've been calling myself out, pushing through like massive resistance blocks, like just up-leveling because what I teach is for me first. It's my embodiment that you get to plug into. It's not just I'm teaching because I think you might be interested in this. It's this is really turning me on right now or this is really interesting to me or this is my truth. This is where I've landed or I need this message too. So for instance, one of the um, in Fem Codes right now, we are journey, journeying together on my most favorite topics when it comes to women's health and when it comes to feminine power. 
And I just, these things I know, but when I'm teaching them, I make subtle adjustments that change everything. Think about the subtle adjustments to life. Just the little tiny tweaks that we make that are game changers. These aren't the big things. These aren't new concepts to me. These aren't new things that I've never done before. I've done, I I live these things. And when I'm teaching it, something comes out of me that I needed to hear. There's like blah, 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 boom. That was for me, (laughs) which means it's also for you. It is so powerful to see it that way. So really pay attention when you're conversing and you're having, you know, high vibration conversations with friends or loved ones, you know, partners, what comes from, like what comes through you is for you. And because it's for you first, it's for others too. I don't know why, but that is a big aha for me. It's so liberating because as I spend this time, you know, with Fem Codes particularly, well, we just came, we just completed Harmonize Her, which has done enormous things for taking my hormone health to the next level, next level, next level. Like I was already in a pretty good place before I started it. And then ba-boom, ba-boom, realizing that that container did so much for me. And then stepping into Fem Codes and really tweaking the Fem Code program to be all of me, which also meant it wasn't for everyone there. Because we had such a massive change of what this program was in terms of the vibe. So the program went from, hey, I want to teach you what I know about adrenal, thyroid, brain health, metabolism, to I'm going to teach you that, plus I'm going to teach you how to be in your feminine power. And in order to be in your feminine power, you're going to understand energetics. And that, people loved it. People were like, this is like, you painted this picture for me and other people, it gave them clarity that this wasn't for them. And I love that so much because that also means that I'm on point. When I am teaching status quo, then I am not the authentic version of me. It may be a vibe that makes people feel comfortable but that doesn't equal growth. So as I start to bring all of the my things, it's going to change the audience. And that's okay. Like that to me tells me I'm on point. But anyway, so as I'm gearing up to deliver 12 classes, can you imagine if these classes were just written for you? What a different vibe that would be if I was doing this just for you, but it's for me first. And to me, like fully getting that and fully embodying that and fully seeing that is like freaking magic because now you're plugging into that instead of me talking at you like we are journeying together for reals. So I can teach you because I'm living it 
And also there's little things that drop in that I'm like, ooh, that was specifically for me. Which doesn't mean that it's not for you. It's for you too. But it's like, that is a little tweak. So all I'm saying is as I'm teaching this, like I am feeling so aligned and so buzzing. Buzzing is the best way that I can describe it because I am making those subtle adjustments. So that was a pretty, uh, that's been a pretty big aha moment for me. And I would say another big aha moment, I talked about this briefly inside of Femcodes, and I'm just going to bring it back because it wasn't, it was just kind of a side conversation, but I'm going to bring it, bring it into this, is I had the realization that where where a wishy-washy pattern was coming from me. And we have spent many of times speaking about wishy-washy energy and how the universe doesn't respond so well to wishy-washy energy. And I realized a significant place where I am being wishy-washy. And in fact, it's so significant that my mind is still blown at the awareness of this. So when I'm doing something like this right now, recording the podcast, and I'm recording the podcast just from just my mind, you know, just channeling thoughts like I have an idea of what I'm going to do and then I'm trusting, trusting, trusting that energy of trusting and and delivering and speaking is such a loud energy for me and I feel so expanded. And so I'm, I'm taking up this entire room and my energy is going probably throughout this entire house. It's a very expansive energy. But what I have realized is that I make myself small a lot of the times. Too much of the time. When I go to the grocery store, I make myself small. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Let's be camouflage energetically. And this really heightened during the pandemic because I would go into places without a mask. And so I would just put on the cloak of camouflage and do my thing and, you know, just be invisible. And I continue to do it. When I go to school... I make myself so small. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Let's not engage. I am here. Let's check the box. I'm going to get through this. I'm almost done. Breathe. When I go to family gatherings, I make myself small. Because you know what? The guys are typically so loud and they don't really listen to me anyway. So I typically just either you know, follow my sweet little niece around for a little bit or sit in the corner and talk to my mom or maybe talk to my sister-in-law. I mean, I just make myself small. I am doing this and this is a problem because as I continue to make myself small, this is sending very mixed messages to the universe and likely you feel that to some extent. And you may not know that you're feeling it because maybe you only know, you know, a version of me or you haven't seen the fullest expression of me or you haven't been in the same room with me. 
If I am teaching or leading or delivering, I am big. If I am an attendee or doing an errand or going to a party that's not my party, I just disappear. This is wishy-washy. This has to stop. I am allowed to take up space. It is safe for me to take up space. If I am allowed to take up space in this room by myself, talking to you right now, or behind my computer screen, delivering an online class, or teaching a class in person, or with clients one-on-one, then I am allowed to take up space anywhere I go. And to continue to contract is going to continue to send very mixed messages. So what if we have the intention that I am going to be the biggest energy in this room? I'm going to turn my energy up loud and proud. It is safe for me to make eye contact and hold it with a stranger. It is so interesting to play with that recently and to realize how uncomfortable that makes me feel. I'm gonna make eye contact and because I'm playing so small, I instantly look down, like smile down, back to what I was doing. No, I've always said, I'm not a small talk kind of gal and I'm not. But if, if I trust that my energy wins, then my energy is going to be big and that does not equate to small talk. <laughs> that only equates to small talk if that's my intention of what I desire to attract. I don't need to contract in order to avoid small talk. So I'm going to work on expanding my energy. I'm going to work on holding my energy instead of allowing it to go to do this crazy, very disconnected energy from what I am here to what I am there and there and there and there. This was a major aha for me, you guys. Why do I shrink myself? Are you shrinking yourself? When do you find yourself shrinking yourself? And where can you turn it up? Where can you expand? Expand as far as you can and get comfortable there. And then let's continue to expand it. So another aha moment for me is that I found out a couple weekends ago my human design. And I know some of you are thinking, what the? Because don't you know your human design? Okay, yes. So in 2017, I did a little bit of human design stuff when I was working with, <clears throat> when I was in the mastermind and with a coach, but it just didn't land then. You know how that goes? There's been so many times on this journey where I learn about something and I'm and it's it's there, but it doesn't land. It doesn't stick. Like I'm not ready to hold that, and so I keep going. 
So to put this in really small perspective, I remember the first time I learned about kombucha. This was nine, 10 years ago. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, we're not doing this right now. I do not have, I do not have the capacity to take on this. I don't even want to know anything more about that weird looking mushroom funky thing, you know? And then it was a year or two later, I was the kombucha queen making up so much kombucha in my house. Who wants kombucha? I got like 10 Scoobies going on right now. Who needs one? Like I got it then. So this has been happening a lot for me lately where things that used to seem difficult to me, the difficulty is completely gone. I am, I'm uptaking things that used to be very difficult for me to uptake and it's like, boom, I get it. Boom, I get it. And it's blowing my mind. So human design is not a great example of that, but it's just, it is an example because we did, so I did that in 2017 and then in Untethered, this last round, we actually had a guest speaker come in to talk about human design. But I just let her run the show and I didn't even do the quiz at the time because I had done it, or not quiz, but like put in my information, just basic data, your name and birthday and time of birth. I didn't even do that because I knew I had done it before and I didn't readily remember what time I was born. I know what time I'm born now and I will never forget it. I don't know why, for some reason that didn't stick before and now it's like, how could I forget that time? It's like a really cool time. So... Anyway, the women in Untethered either loved it and started using it right away, or they were on the fence about it, or, you know, they weren't, you know, it it didn't land for them. But I'd say for most of the women, it, it really spoke to them. So fast forward, the past three months, I've been thinking, man, I really, I really want to know my human design. I, I really need to visit that human design. It would just like pop up. And there wasn't really an aligned action though. You know, I would check in on it. Is there something I'm supposed to do? No, you know, okay, well, eventually I will learn my human design. It'll come and it'll be perfect. So when I was away at school, I was talking to my instructor and I said, I really, I'm interested in finding out my human design. She's like, well, let's do it right now. I was like, really? And I was like, but I don't know what time I was born. So I messaged my mom and she wrote me back within a second and told me what time I was born. I was like, how did you do that? How did you know what time I was born? Are you sure that's the, that's what time I was born? And she instantly sends me a picture from my baby book. I'm like, what are you doing looking at my baby book right now? I'm so confused. So I had it, we applied it, and then I learned my human design. And it was ready for me to stick. And now I'm like, how did I not? How was I not more, you know, uh, tuned into this before? This is so speaking my language, I'm loving learning more about me. I always have loved learning more about me, but now it's, I wanted to learn more about my design. And so I learned that I'm a manifester. And so what this means, it just, it just explained so much to me, but the manifester is, I'll just read it to you. So of course, the first thing that I did once I learned my a little bit about my human design, my type, is I bought the book, Human Design, Discover the Person You Were Born to Be. All right, cool. So then they have the manifester. 
And it says, you are one of life's go-getters, born with the ability to make it all happen. People may well observe an air of an invincibility about you because you are catalyzing force who inter- who injects tremendous drive and focus into any project or endeavor and into the people around you. And so then it goes to say that manifestors account statistically for about 8% of the world's population. So first, appreciate that you are rare with your relentless, compulsive, driving energy that constantly seeks to act, achieve, and do. Now that is me. And a lot of people don't understand it because there's always something that I'm desiring. There's always something that I'm working towards that, that, you know, like this is what we're going to do. This is what's next. This is what I'm going to teach. Like I'm going to show up. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. So one of the things about this that was really, really helpful to me is that how do I want to say this, is that there can be an intimidation factor to this type of energy. And I have a pattern of relationships quickly dissolving, and I'm sitting there thinking, what did I do? what, what, What just happened? But when I applied this to my design, it made perfect sense because one of the best things I can do for the people around me is let them know what I'm doing all the time. (laughs) And this makes no sense to me because I don't need to know what you're doing all the time. I don't need to know what the people in my life are doing. It's, I don't need to know that, but because of my aura, my field, my energetics, my design, it is it can be very intimidating and it can can be kind of disturbing if i'm not informing people of my next plans of my next move of what i'm intending to do so this has been really huge and this actually equates to greater freedom and what i'm able to achieve when i am truly cooperative with the people around me So again, it's huge because I don't want to, you know, press any buttons that I don't need to press and I don't need to rattle people or make them feel off balance because I am running forward. So if I just let them know what I'm doing, this is going to create a whole lot of peace and freedom in my life. So of course, this equates to, you know, um, next level communication with team members, like, hey, this is what's happening. Even though it doesn't directly apply to you, that way when you see it roll out, you're going to, you know, be in the know of what's happening. And then of course, to those immediately in my life. And then certainly as I continue to cultivate relationships with people, to really take note to this and say, my gosh, this can this relationship can go so much further and so much deeper when I inform them of what I'm going to do next. Because if I don't inform them, it's going to throw them off, potentially. It's going to rattle them. It's going to confuse them. 
that's been really fun for me. And I'm only just dipping my toe into this understanding of my design. I should say re-dipping my toe, like re-bringing it back to the surface. And like I said, this time it's sticking. This time I, I have the capacity to hold it. And it's so exciting to me. And it's just so helpful, you know, helpful to see that. And it aligns so beautifully to how I identify with my Enneagram type and how I identify with my spiritual spiritual number, which is the seven. And that comes from the book, You Were Born for This. You Were Born for This, I think. <clears throat> and then this one's, you know, discover the person you are born to be. So do you do much with your human design? I'm super curious. Like, what do you know about your human design? Because now I want to know about everybody in my life, you know, especially, you know, my team, you know, how do they operate? You know, what, what is their strategies? All of that good stuff, as well as, you know, my husband, my kiddo, my parent, like, I just, I'm really curious now. So help me by telling me about you, what you know about yourself, how this has impacted your life, how it's changed the way that you live your life. Because once you know your human design and it lands, like this is how you are living on design or living by design, I should say. So that's been super, super fun for me. And then the last thing that's, oh, three, three, three. The last thing is that I am doing something right now that I have resisted doing for a really long time. And it's just really interesting because I resisted it. And now I realize I resisted it because I didn't fully understand it. So I have been interested in really understanding carb cycling. So we know if you've been in any of my programs, we talk about balancing the blood sugar until we are like blue in the face, right? We say, this is so important for hormonal health. We need to balance the blood sugar. And then people say, how do I balance the blood sugar? So then we talk about that. But then I've been teaching carb cycling to support hormonal health and to support um, different goals that people have, maybe with weight loss or muscle gain or energy, digestion. And so I've read, not even joking, probably a minimum, I'd say a minimum of 12 books on this topic. And I've also taken many courses on this. And it's been so disappointing because not a single one of them feels fully aligned. And so as I've been supporting different clients on this who have been wanting to apply it to their lives for different reasons, I'm like, you know, I'm not really, I, I'm not really ready to give you specific plans for this, but I do have a couple books that you can check out, but I really resisted tracking this information because tracking what you eat has, has not been in alignment to me. It has felt very um, confining. It doesn't, like, I'm like, who need, like if you just eat nourishing foods, you're going to be good to go. We do not need to track it. Eat with intention, eat with alignment. You got this. And so we did some carb cycling stuff with just portions using our hand. 
and people weren't really getting that great results. And so I was also applying this to my life and, and I really liked it, but I found it really annoying also too. It didn't feel, it felt contracting versus expanding. So as I played with this, okay, I, you know, I'm going to be teaching this inside of Fem Codes. I really want to be able to deliver this with an integrity to my beliefs as a naturopath and to my beliefs as nourishing our beautiful female bodies and getting in the nourishment that we need for our hormonal health, for, for our goals, whatever our goals are. So I started tracking my macros. <laughs> You're probably laughing right now because you probably have done this before, maybe, or you're thinking, oh my gosh, really? I started tracking my macros. And the I have tried doing this before from like a curiosity place of wanting to kind of get an idea of how much carbs I'm eating in a day, how much protein I'm getting, how much fat I'm getting, just to help me gauge. And every time that I've tried, I've just thrown in the towel because I found it to be so annoying and so, and I just was like, I'm not doing this. This is so annoying. So I've been doing this and I freaking love it. It feels so freeing and it's blowing my mind how freeing it feels to track my food because it doesn't make any sense. How can tracking my food equal freedom? And then I remembered at one of the retreats that one of one of the big ahas for a different uh, spiritual number was that disciplined equals freedom. If you desire to have freedom, discipline is your pathway. And that's the energy of what this feels like to me. And the whole tracking thing takes me maybe five minutes a day. It is the simplest thing. It doesn't make sense to me that this was difficult to me before, that I've tried it and thrown on the towel and thought that's stupid, I'm not tracking. And I was also very resistant because I had these beliefs that tracking macros would mean that I'm not getting an adequate fats and that couldn't be further from the truth. I am getting in a wide variety of fats. I am getting in a wide variety of carbs. I am getting in a wide variety of protein. I am eating so darn nourishing, but I'm eating in a way that is high, high, high intentional and intention, high, high, high intentionality. Is that what I want to say? I'm very intentional about this. So if you have cleansed before with me, you have experienced the high with cleansing because you're so intentional about each day and each moment of the day and what you're doing as part of the day. And that's what this feels like. So it's that high that comes from being so intentional. And yet there is massive freedom. It's blowing my mind. 
discipline equals freedom. The more disciplined I am, the more badass I feel. The less discipline I am, the more wobbly I can feel. I'm not saying that I do feel wobbly, but I can enter that wobbly territory. I have a lot of flow built into my day, yet there's a tremendous amount of discipline. The more disciplined I am, the less I negotiate with myself. There's no time for negotiation. There's no time to talk myself out of doing something. There's no time to say I'll do it tomorrow. Like this is what I'm doing. And it's like the more I am in that zone, it ripples out into everything else and everything else feels that much more productive and easier. And I'm only just getting started. So it's been, oh, so this will be one week, two, so two weeks. I will be, if you are inside Femcodes, we will be teaching this with my perspective. So if you're sitting there going, ugh, I'm not tracking my food. That just sounds ridiculous. That goes against everything you've been saying, Tanya. You have never talked about tracking your food. What are you talking about? Have you lost your mind? Then I encourage you to listen to last week's episode because I am activating right now the permission to change my mind. And like I said, I resisted this for years. I resisted the thought of it. I attempted doing it. I thought it was dumb. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to waste my time. Like, nope, uh-uh, I'm not going to do this. That seems way too restrictive. I know how to eat. I know how to eat healthy. I don't need to do that. But something kept nagging at me to do it, to really get it, to really own this, and to teach it in a way that is in total alignment to me. That there is a way that we can do this that heals the metabolism, that nourishes the hormones, that balances the blood sugars, that prevents energy crashes, that gives you so much freedom with food. With your first choice of medicine. So I'm... I'm very excited to teach what I have found to be true. And by the time I teach it, I will probably be a good four to five weeks in. So I keep fine tuning. And I'm also applying this to my menstrual cycle, which means there's adjustments based on what week of the month that I'm, that I'm in. I'm very excited because I feel like I could have an incredible plan for women to radically shift their relationship with food. And like I said, when we change, when we are in total alignment and we are in total power with food as our medicine, it ripples into how we feel empowered in so many places. Now, I, like I said, I would have never thought that I was disempowered with food and there's something happening with 
feeling highly empowered with food. It's very, it's blowing my mind. I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. And it makes perfect sense. So those are my big, big ahas for right now. I want to know more about your human design. And I want to know what your big ahas are. Because every week, every day, there is something to learn. There is a lesson. There is a message. There is a gift. There is a little tweak, a subtle tweak, a fine tuning that we can do. And the more that we have awareness to these incredible offerings around us, the more that we're able to upgrade our systems. Instead of having something take a year to get, we can now get it now, in a month, in two months, in three months. We don't have to wait that extended period of time because we're hyper aware. All right, that's all from me today. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. So much love to you. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello by joining me in our private Facebook group, Love Yourself Fiercely. Cheers to you for seeking truth and fiercely awakening.